For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Bandwagon Nerds is taped in front of a live studio audience. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into another edition of Bandwagon Nerds, the most streamlined and truncated edition of Bandwagon Nerds, probably in the history of the show. It's a, it's a, it's like it's two man weave. I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, our fearless leader Patrick O'Dowd out on assignment right now. Uh, Ray, the Reverend Ray Cash, he was lurking around in the hallways earlier. We may see him again. We might not, but. We mulled over the thought of actually just putting out a retro episode. Then Tony and I said, ah, let's just crank out something real quick. Um, a few things to talk about. But uh, I, I am joined here today by the live studio audience, the one and only the man himself, PC Tony. How are you doing, Mr. PC, on your way to a three-peat Tony? Oh, we can only hope. We'll see. I don't know. I'm So as we record, it's like 2 Eastern on Sunday afternoon. Um, it's, so that's 11 a.m. by you. Dave's Dave's got some afternoon golf to play. I stayed in this morning and did not golf. A little cool, a little windy. I got the PGA on right now, PGA Championship. Rory's making a little late run here early in the day, but uh, leaders yet to tee off, and I've yet to switch over the channel 
um, to watch the Lightning game, game three, they're two to nothing. Uh, it started about a half hour ago. So at some point here, I may be really happy or sad, or maybe I'll hold out till we're done recording to flip over to hockey. But yeah, sporting world going crazy. But plenty of notes here on Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff on the rundown today. Yeah, we're going to start off by taking a, a visit to the trailer park and talk about some trailers. I'm actually going to add one to the rotation, Tony, because I don't. I mentioned it to Pat. I think we hadn't talked about it yet, but uh, you know, we are going to get some beautiful banjo music play. It's like roll that beautiful bean footage, roll that beautiful banjo music. We're going to the can trailer I, can park. I say it? Oh yeah, you can say it. Can I say, roll that beautiful banjo music. <laughs> All right, banjo music has been rolled. So we got a few trailers to talk about. Uh, you know, some of these Pat had shared. We talked about, uh, or we were, you know, discussing it a little earlier in the day about Netflix has their Geek Week trailer going on, showing all the cool stuff that's coming up on Netflix. Um, I, you know, I, you know, they got just a lot of stuff. I think the thing that stood out to a lot of us was the Sandman aspect of it. And and from my standpoint, it's like that's ah, kind of interesting that you know, like uh. Everything Marvel related is in Disney. You know, the House of Mouse runs all that stuff. And and DC <laughs> showing showing again why they've got some issues uh, is is just space to the wind. You know, most of it's on HBO Max, some of it's on the CW, some of it is over here, some of it's over there. Sandman is a DC slash vertigo property. Um, but we are going to get the Sandman series coming to um Netflix eventually. We are. We've got some other Netflix news we're going to talk about, but uh, you know, what were your thoughts on this thing? To me, it's just like, okay, this is all the cool Netflixy stuff that's coming out. Um, I know, like uh, Stranger Things season four drops Friday. A lot of stuff dropping Friday. I, I guess that's one thing we should note is that similar to last week, this is the calm before the storm. The storm is about to hit and hit really, really big coming this Friday when you've got Top Gun Maverick dropping. Obi-Wan Kenobi drops Stranger Things part season four, part one drops on Friday. Uh, you've got, and then, and then June is just insane as we're about to talk about. But uh, what were your thoughts on this Netflix trailer? I mean, to me, it's like, okay, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming. We know this. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, Sandman. All right. Yeah, definitely. The Sandman thing is, is something that is, is new, is newer kind of to that, feel you know and and something not very much explored too much um as opposed to some of these other major characters uh from from you know from the comic book world but then you got all their other shows i mean you're a big stranger things fan i'm not but maybe someday i'll get that one um one of my favorite food shows somebody feed phil comes out this week on netflix as well you talk about one of their best shows russian doll uh natasha leone she just hosted saturday Night live last night and she said, what a perfect time to be associated with not only Netflix, but Russia as well. So, yeah, good for her. Great joke. Uh, really good show. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, four people, four cast members are had their last show last night, by the way. Yeah, on SNL, I heard about that. 
Kyle Mooney, A.D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, and Kate McKinnon. Uh, all excellent cast members. Uh, Kate McKinnon, to me, is one of the best, not only female cast members on SNL, but one of the best cast members in SNL history. So good for those four. Congratulations to them. Uh, what, a, what a great show last night. Uh, Leon hosted Japanese Breakfast was an excellent musical guest. So there you go. There's your Saturday Night Live update. Yeah, and I know you and you and Patrick, big, huge Saturday Night Live fans, uh, much more than I am. I love the show too, but not on level you guys do. That's let's be honest about this. You know who who else who can compete with that? Um, the one trailer I want to ask you about because Pat didn't have it on the rundown, but I don't think we discussed it last week, unless you know the the drugs have finally burnt out all the rest of my brain cells, which is possible. Sweet, but Sweet. um. We didn't talk the boys season three trailer, did we? Uh, not, not necessarily. I mean, I, man, it's just going to get, this show is just, when you didn't think they could get any fucking career and they do in their own way, they just find another level. Don't they? I mean, I can't wait for this. This is going to be fucking sick. We're not even covering it on this, this show. Are we? No, I think the boys, we are. I, and that's, that's. That's going to be tough because, you know, like that Netflix Geek Week is June so 6th not through covering 10th. Um, we're not covering Umbrella Academy? Well, then? Umbrella Academy comes out June 22nd. So we've got, okay. uh, you've got, but you've got Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I know there's a lot of interest from a lot of us to cover that. A week later, The Boys Season 3 starts. And I know Pat's going to want to cover The Boys Season 3 because that's one of the, you know, that's one of the pillars of this pot that the podcast was built on. One of the four major shows that we started with uh, that you've got. Umbrella Academy, June 22nd, wedged in all that is Miss Marvel in like June 8th or something crazy like that. So lots of stuff going. But uh, yes, going back to the boys season three trailer. Um, yeah, I, I like Starlight just basically saying Homelander's messed up. There's something fucking wrong with him. He's he's a, he's a train wreck. It's like uh, Homelander fucked up. No way. Uh, but yeah, Billy Butcher kind of going along being, you know, reasonably docile and kind of in the background listening to Huey Campbell, you know, is his, the guy he abused is now barking out orders to him. He's going along with it. And then at some point it looks like he injects compound V and all hell breaks loose. I mean, the butcher superpowered Billy butcher. That's a disturbing thought. Yeah. That's, I think the most interesting thing you can take away from that is Billy butcher. Finally, uh, all, all, the, the, the unbelievable threat, and uh, he's been to to every situation um, and the effectiveness he's had by just being a normal human being. Now you add in some kind of superpower for him. And I don't know, you know, <laughs> it's got to be him and Homelander at some point and who's going to be good and bad and everything else. And it's really interesting because they do a great job of writing that line between good and bad with some of these characters in this, in this series. So I've really enjoyed it. I can't wait for this season. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those shows that are just at the top of a lot of people's lists when it comes down to it. You're going to make time to, to watch this when it drops every week. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Soldier Boy is going to be crazy. There's that new there's that new superhero, a new female superhero who's just like basically vaporizing people. It's like, holy shit, what is going on here? Uh, yeah, the boys will be absolutely crazy. I can't wait for season three. Also in June, you mentioned it, Umbrella Academy season three. Ray had posted like the day before, like it's like it's like a countdown sort of thing saying, hey, we got a full trailer coming. We got the full trailer for Umbrella Academy season three. And and Tony, um, 
you know, this this has got, I, I mean, <laughs> things I took away from it, uh, a couple things. You know, five still hasn't aged. I don't know how they're pulling that off. I like where there's something going on with that whole thing. And, and they're like, what are you, their mascot? And he's like, no, I'm more like their rancor. And I'm like, that's that's my man right there. Uh, Klaus is still being Klaus. You know, if you see a version of yourself, sleep with it. No, what what the hell are you talking about? You know, so um, I the show is is going to be it, it looks very interesting. What, what were your thoughts? I know you've mentioned in it stuff we talked about with kind of like parallel versions of themselves or alternate versions of themselves. But you had some concerns about the multiversal aspect of things. I know. Yo, I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks cool. Like, yes, we're seeing a different verse. They they create. I forget what they called it, what they created, but you've seen this ball of light kind of burst open and 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 open up another universe or create another entity of beings along a similar plane, right? But only camp coming together. And to me, that's a multi-universal thing. And it just seems like it's okay here. It's gonna happen. But is that is this like uh, is this the new superplex from the Attitude Era? Every pay per view we gotta have a superplex or three or four of them. Everybody's gonna do a superplex, okay? Everybody gonna do a multiverse now? Is that what? I mean, I, okay, we're good here. Next time I might get have a really negative rant, but here we're good for now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't look at it so much multiversal as more of like they created a paradox on this thing, and and some sort of parallel universe of some sort. But I'll, I'll tell you my concern with umbrella academy is is while i love the show um it's the same kind of format every time where something has happened the world is coming to an end they've got four days to solve this five days to solve this so season one was like that with vanya season two was like that with all the other shit going on now you've got they've created something i forget what the guy calls it but he basically says five says basically we're screwed and we've got four and five days to four to five days at most to figure all this shit out so, uh, I, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a great show. It all, the first two seasons were excellent. I have no doubt this will be great as well, but it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying about the multiversals aspect of things. And like, we, yeah, we can't just, it's kind of like, you know, we get a, a, a girl power moment in every single movie now, you know, because Endgame did it so well that everybody's like, we got to put it in ours. And it's like, yeah, but you're forcing it, you know, and Endgame did it naturally. And here it's like, okay, you can't keep running the same you know, you can't have a multiverse in everyone and you can't just run the same kind of story pattern in, in every season of the Umbrella Academy because it's like, okay, this is getting formulaic. Now, how are we going to solve this in five days this time? All right, we'll see. But I, I mean, the cast looks great. You know, five is, is still my hero. And as long as he never ages, I'm cool with it, Tony. It's a great cast. Once again, it always comes back and down to it when you're when you're watching a good story being told. You need to be able to believe in the people representing the characters on the screen. And and it's easily done here. They do a great job. It's it's my second favorite Doom Patrol. <laughs> You're telling me you wouldn't try to climb Mount Luther if you had the chance? Yes, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, inter- we got a trailer about an upcoming documentary, uh, George Carlin's American Dream. Um, you know, Carlin is one of these guys. When I was a kid... Literally, when I was a kid, they did that stand up with the seven words you can't say on television, which, of course, sure. is iconic as ship can it. be. Go ahead. Yeah. Ship, ship, piss, fuck, cunt, cuck, suck a motherfucker and tits. Yeah, I think they get away with tits now and even shit now. So maybe we're down to five. Yeah. And I mean, if you if you watch the boys, Billy says Billy uses the word cunt like a conjunction, a cunt yeah. junction. Bad, 
batshit, ratchet, dirty old twat, 69 <laughs> sailors, tie them in a knot. Hooray, lizard shit. Fuck. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on, on this? I mean, I'm all in for a George Carlin documentary because he, and, and I love the fact that, you know, he was one thing at, at one, early in his career, like a lot of them are. They start off doing one thing early in their career. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, they're all kind of that way. Then as they get older and they see the world differently, they kind of morph into this different thing. And and Carlin, this this documentary is real good about pointing out just kind of this sarcastic way he went about basically like beating you over the head with the stupidity and the hypocrisy of what was going on in the nation. And it didn't sit well with a lot of people, but a lot of the more, I'd say the more educated, smarter folks out there really loved what he did. I, I still love him because he was Rufus in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I mean, come on. That Rufus was the man. Um, but your thoughts on this, George Carlin, we're going to get a documentary. It's going to be, I think, HBO, correct, if I remember correctly? Yes, sir. HBO. Uh, you know, you guys know I'm a huge stand-up fan. A lot of the references you hear me spit out on this show or DWI or whatever the third show I'm doing, whenever I'm doing it, um, is a lot of just little kind of hit lines and, and, and stuff from punchlines from stand-up comics. And George Carlin was one of the most quick-witted, most of-the-time comics of all time. The guy did it for five decades. One of my good buddies, y'all know Satchel McFlippins, him and his dad were lucky enough to go to Vegas and see one of his last shows. Um, I mean, talk about, you know, just... If you're a fan of stand-up comedy, it's someone you'd always want to see. I've seen all of his specials, you know, from early on, from, you know, like the 70s and the 80s, where he was kind of losing it a little bit, and they were kind of talking about how it almost became a joke to go see him, but then, bam, he comes out with this new stuff like a fucking machine gun and just hitting you over the head with not only punchlines and well-written jokes, but also weaving the fabric of society and what needs to change inside of that. You know what I mean? And that's that takes a gigantic the, the brilliance of George Carlin is unbelievably understated. Watch this documentary. Go to YouTube, put George Carlin in. You'll get a bunch of different bits. They're all fucking hilarious. The king of fucking sarcasm. This guy is amazing. If you've never seen George Carlin and you're young and you don't know who that is, you will laugh your ass off. He holds up now, he held up then, he'll hold up in the future because he just got it. You get it when it's brilliant. You get it. And he was brilliant. And so was his comedy. Yeah. And it's sorely missed, you know, but I mean, the influence on him, like you're saying, I think uh, Chris Rock says stand up is the hardest thing to do. And he just did stand up and did it longer and better than just about anybody else. Um, let's get into the controversial trailer of the week. And and I got to be honest, I, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about this. She Hulk. We got a She Hulk trailer this week, Tony. It's coming out in August, I think August 22nd, August 17th, something like maybe it's August 17th. I, I don't remember completely off the top of my head, but we got the first look at this show um, created a firestorm of controversy, not because the trailer was bad, because I, I, I love the trailer, man. The show looks really good. It looks very funny. We talked about it last week that we were going to get a, a different kind of show that it would take a more humorous approach. You know, you get to see Dr. Banner's out there. Bruce Banner's in there. He's given. Uh, some kind of transfusion to his cousin, Jennifer Walters, um, who he's trying to get her to transform. But the only way she'll transform is at least initially is when her life is in, in jeopardy. Then she transforms and then she goes after Bruce. Uh, all that's great. 
all that stuff is fantastic. And there's a lot of funny moments in the trailer. Um, our main man, Aesop Mitchell, pointed this out that the uh, that the um, all right, yeah, sorry, folks, get a little bit of a little bit of a distraction going on here on the on the show today in a few different areas that it's uh, on a need to know basis, and you, dear listener, do not need to know. So, anyway, but like we're talking about uh, She Hulk at, at this time, and um, yeah, so Aesop brought it to our attention that. He thought that the CGI on this trailer was pretty subpar. He's not alone in this. A lot of people on the internet jumped on this thing. Now, I'll be honest with you. Okay, it, it, it's not. And I was like talking to my 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 uh, my step grandson is here. He's gonna watch watch the doggies while I go play golf today. Because my wife, you know, she ditched me and went to Disneyland, honey. Oh, yeah. poor baby. Yeah, it's, poor it's, baby. it's rough, man. Yeah, you should. You should act like you're upset too, I'm, because you know if you're on here going, "Hey, guess what? I get to go golf, and the wife's not around." You know that might change things. So yeah, you poor baby, she ditched you. Aw. Yeah, it was my <laughs> urging. I was like, "You need to go before we go to Florida. You need to go to Disneyland and enjoy yourself. You haven't been since February." Anyway, that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know, I okay. So I was talking, like I said, talking to my step grandson about it, and I was like. And he's like 14, 15 years old. So I'm like, you know, I don't, the, the special effects, no, it's not like CGI dinosaurs like Jurassic Park. And no, it's not the Avatar 2 trail or anything like that. I didn't see anything that, ter- I mean, no, they're not going to blow me away, but I, I don't know. What do you, th- I didn't see anything that was glaringly like, wow, that really sucks ass. But so here, I, I don't know. Some people say you can tell a lot about a person by what phone they have. So I have an iPhone 13 mini. Okay. And that's where I watched the trailer on um, when it came across our Twitter feed when in our in our in our DM for for the show. And this morning before when I was getting doing my show work at breakfast. So I, it didn't bother me whatsoever. I'm really looking forward to this storyline. And to me, after watching this trailer, it, it almost basically cements like the next set of Avengers because. We've basically been doing this the whole thing. I think that's where you're going to get everything going with, you know, I don't know if they incorporate Moon Knight or something from Moon Knight like that, you know, that'd be really interesting because then you're tying in really that old war Egyptian gods, you know, into, um, into the newer Avengers kind of thing. But you talk about possibly having Dracula and Blade coming up and everything like that. So it's a very exciting time. They've created something where, you made the transition to Doctor Strange as your Tony Stark, right? We're really trying to find the biggest of bads to go against at the end here, where it's kind of the storyline we're on, because there's a few culprits still. But at the same time, you get something really nice and different. Isn't this supposed to be more of a funny kind of thing? This is kind of supposed to be more sitcomish than um, overall movie kind of broken down yeah. into six parts. She said they're swiping right on all these profiles and just grab. Oh, yeah. And she finds this hard ass dude who thinks he's not having a good time. And he's like, Oh, I'm a great time. She's like, really? Let's get it to go. And you see her still as she Hulk taking him to bed like a little baby. Oh, and they're her friends, girl. Your ass looks crazy right now. <laughs> it's just, I, it looks, I wouldn't it looks turn fun. She-Hulk. Huh? I wouldn't turn she Hulk down. No, I mean, and, and if you did, she just outrun you and pin you down and take half her way with you anyway. So, um, you know, not that maybe we're advocating that kind of conduct, ladies, but anyway, yeah, you know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will run then, <laughs> wink, wink. Should, yeah, see if she'll track you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the sh- like you said, the show looks very fun, and, and that that's what it's all about. And there's a lot of stuff coming out on Marvel. 
Uh, you know, Marvel's going to be very heavily involved, very busy few months coming up between, you know, with, with Miss Marvel, with She-Hulk, with Thor Love and Thunder, with Wakanda Forever. I mean, yeah, the next, the, like we talked about last week, the back half of 2022 is going to be enormously busy. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I get what Aesop's saying, but maybe it's just because I'm like, well, really, what? She's got green face. Hopefully they don't start boycotting that shit too but you know i don't i don't think the alien i mean aliens are well no ufos are real we don't know about aliens yet so um hopefully they're not offended but i guess we'll find out who cares anyway (laughs) (laughs) you're on a roll today brother (laughs) it's just you know we're making it up as we go uh so yeah i i I mean but i i don't know how the the special effects were supposed to just blow us away i mean hulk looks like hulk she hulk looks i guess what she hulk's gonna look like so we'll see but I think content-wise, I really like the trailer. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be watching this. I, I can't wait for it. I think, honestly, I'm really going to love it. probably going to be, hopefully, I'm hoping, my expectations of it are to be up there for me as entertaining to me as Loki and WandaVision were. Because for me, those are my top two out of all the Disney streamings so far. Um, you can pick either one, in my opinion, as the best one. I would give it to WandaVision for me personally, just because of my connection to some of the television they did, um, you know, crossover thing there. It's but so topically important because of what we just went through with Doctor Strange, too, you know? Well, and the sm- the smartest thing they have here is is they have Mark Ruffalo as, as in the Hulk in there, right? Like kind of training her to become an Avenger and. You know, that's where we're going. We're Young getting Avengers. the next step Avengers, Avengers, man. I mean, it's, you got Strange, you're going to have She-Hulk. I mean, got what Kate, else? Kate what Bishop's else? there. You probably got Speed and Wicked in one form or another. Um, Echo's out there. So you've got, yeah, you've got the core for the uh, Young Avengers out there. America Chavez, she, we, now she's there as well. So, um, you know, yeah, we'll see. Well, okay cool stuff man let's take our first commercial break and when we come back we're going to start hitting into the news around the nerdosphere aspect of things but just a reminder you are listening to bandwagon nerds a part of the chair shot radio network right here on the chairshot.com you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Don't forget to head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chair shot it's summertime get your summer gear brand new t-shirts get it in soft style feels great all over your epidermis 
makes a great gift as well as we head into the summer. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Don't forget, Bandwagon Nerds has a t-shirt as well. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, folks, we are back, and we the bandwagon has grown by one because we threw up the bat signal, and instead of Platt answering it, we got the Reverend signal instead, and we have joining the show the one and only the Reverend Ray Cash. Oh, Tony's guys, it's this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds. It's not a shower; it's a grower. <laughs> yes, there you. <laughs> I love, I love how you were waiting for one black dude and the other black dude showed up. So like, why you gotta bring why? why you gotta bring race into it, Ray? I mean, it was just kind of like we just threw a signal out there to to see it. It's like throwing one of those big nets out there to see what you catch, and we just caught we caught a he's reverend a, fish. There you go. Guy, isn't he? Tony's gonna appreciate this. What's next? You gonna call me Jackie? Oh, oh, oh slow down, Donaldson. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's that a pleasure to be back. I have missed you desperately. He, he knew exactly what he was saying to Tim Anderson when he said it. Fuck that dude. I will. I will say. I know this is a tangent. If his exp- explanation is honest, I got no problem with it. I don't know his explanation is honest. That's the only thing. What are we talking about? Um, uh, Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson uh, Jackie. Now he says, referring to referring to Jackie Robinson. Now on the nose, that's racist as fuck. Going the context he gave was Tim Tim Anderson called himself the new Jackie Robinson in a in an article in 2019. One thing we know about baseball players is they're petty as fuck. So I can believe him remembering that and using that for him. So he also said he's called him that multiple times before this. This is the first time he ever got upset about it. So you guys you guys know that baseball players are the biggest drama queens in the professional sports world, right? No. Indeed. Oh God, yes. God, was, yes. That was that sarcasm that you know we talked about earlier. Oh, All right, like like this. Oh, <gasps> really? Let's get back to the nerddom. Yeah, let's get back to nerddom, and we're gonna let Ray talk about this first one. We yep. got uh, we got news breaking this week. Exciting for anybody who watched the show and it was on Netflix. Um, oh wait, Dave, before yeah, you kick him a question, he looks uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, oh, it's just the one. I, I appreciate that. I'm off my game, and I'm glad you're here our to pick up the pieces. Leader, our fearless leader would be upset if we didn't get one boo in. And Ray, you're smiling now, so sorry. I'll you be quiet. I, on that note, Tony, boo this man again. I mean, really. Boo him again. <laughs> we love you, Ray. But anyway, protocol must be upheld. How are you doing? You, I know you're happy to be here. And so forth and so on. Um, yes, I officially, I declare this is really this is really tough. But I I am taking my talents to down the wire. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a LeBron moment right there. Does does, does Aesop know about this? He does now. No. He does now. Wait, yeah. he does. Yeah, now. This is what I was going to Shout so, out to him and Tommy. They, yeah, they'll, they'll figure they'll, it out. They'll, they'll, when you show up. up, they'll be like, "What the hell's going on?" It's fine. Um. So we got the news is, this week that the, hey, welcome to down the wire. Why is Ray calling? Yeah. What the hell's Wait, going on he here? Not? Sorry. I could resist. All right. <laughs> uh, Disney is going to 
bring back Daredevil. Daredevil, the series, which we know had three seasons on Netflix, probably the most popular of the Netflix Marvel shows. Uh, news that we're getting right now is that Disney Plus is, or Disney's basically saying this is going to be a continuation and something new at the same time, which it's like, okay, I'm not sure if that's consistent with each other, but I kind of get what they're saying. Um, we got to figure you're going to get Vincent D'Onofrio because we know that Kingpin isn't really dead and we're going to see more of that. Ray, I know you're, you, I'm pretty sure you watched the show Daredevil when it was on Netflix. Uh, he's looking multiple times. You're looking over. at me like, bitch, yes. please. Hey, you're doing your best Nick Fury imitation. Bitch, please. You've been in space. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Ray, that we're going to get more Daredevil and does, does this, does this open the door for the defenders as well? I mean, I know Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, maybe not Iron Fist, but maybe they could do it better. Maybe not. What are your thoughts on this? To quote the great modern philosopher Thanos, it's inevitable. It was inevitable. Thanos is a philosopher. Huh? Okay. I'm, I'll, I'll go with you down that path. The entire Infinity Saga was based on philosophy, sir. Okay. Um, and really bad yet sensical science, but that's another conversation. Yes, it was inevitable. The second you saw Charlie Cox catch the, uh, the brick, you knew like if he wouldn't have caught the brick, then I would have said, oh, well, that's a one off. That's just an Easter egg. But when he caught the brick, I was like, oh, no, we we in here. Um, I get why they're saying. Hold on. I'm sorry. He gets why they're why they're saying it's going to be a continuation and, and something new. But, you know, good old. We're, we're, you know, we're not going to let Ray finish a thought today. That's just can kinda... you give me can you give me five minutes? I'm sorry. This just this day. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. It's cool, man. Just come back when you get a chance. Tony, uh, Daredevil. Did you watch a Netflix series? I'm not a big Daredevil guy. I'll be honest with you. I'm just not. Um, so I don't really have anything to add to this conversation. I'm not really looking forward to this. I'm probably not going to watch it. You know, I'm really cut and dried with a lot of the stuff I watch and don't watch. I'm kind of like an initial burst kind of thing or have a need to have nostalgia with it. Um, what about you? How, what are your thoughts on this? How big of a fan are you? What's your level of looking forward to this? I'm looking for, I haven't watched all the daredevil series. My wife did. She loved it. Uh, I I've always been a big daredevil fan. I think, you know, he's one of those, uh, one of those iconic, frontline characters street level characters in the marvel universe him and spider-man and 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 stuff like that so um yeah i i think you know i've heard nothing but good things about like jessica jones like luke cage you got to figure they're going to bring them in as well uh but you know i think i i'm excited for it and i'll tell you because we've talked about it on this show that right now where you look at when the MCU is everything's very cosmic or dare say supernatural with what's going on with with Doctor Strange with where we think things are going you got the Illuminati is out there you got multiverse that sort of thing um there's the concern that I have right now with Marvel is that you know you look at what we just went through with Moon Knight which was kind of like okay he's a street level character but all this mysticism is going on around him that you almost like look at it and say we need to get back to some of the roots of what made Marvel Marvel and Daredevil is one of those characters. So I, if I, I'm looking forward to it, I'm curious to see where they go with it. Uh, you know, I, I fully plan on finishing the Daredevil series because now it's all there on uh, on Disney Plus. But yeah, sign me up. 
take my money. Well, you already are taking my money, so it's all good. <laughs> um, uh, other news that we got about Marvel-related, Captain Carter, rumors that they're going to do a live-action adaptation for Captain Carter. I tell you, I read this, and then um, there's a site that Aesop and I like a lot called Inside the Magic. But Inside the Magic, to me, is all they're very good as far as the theme parks are concerned. I told Aesop, I said, you got to be careful about kind of their takes on Disney and the Marvel Universe, because... They say some weird stuff like like apparently this Captain Carter project has spurned a, an outcry from some Marvel fans that think that this means that they're abandoning Anthony Mackie and the Captain America Sam Wilson thing in favor of Captain Carter. And I'm like, you guys have made a massive leap of logic to come up with this theory. Just because they're you're you're gonna do a Captain Carter series, you know, and there's stuff like in this article that people hate Haley Atwell. It's like I don't know anybody who really hates her or anything like that. So, it, it, I mean, Captain, but in what in what singular universe does Captain Carter and Captain America exist? Right? Isn't that kind of a separate? They're separate universes, exactly. That's why. So what's the big deal? Why can't we have both of them? Right? I mean, we're 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 creating a group of good guys, everybody. Just yeah, right. It, just so the fans at home know, Ray is back. Ray, what I was talking to Tony about is that there's an article I read on Inside the Magic that speculating that this Captain Carter project that they're making, which is a live action adaptation, means that they are moving away from Anthony Mackie as Captain America mm-hmm. slash Sam Wilson. And I'm like, that is the dumbest leap of logic you could come up with because like tony said they're separate universes okay and and just because you're going and 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 saying hey we've got earth 838 or whatever over here this is captain Carter over there and we've got earth 616 and yeah okay maybe you get to the point where you're like which universe am i in but i mean arrowverse has been doing that for years right tony i don't know which universe i'm in and i don't care because it's all fun Uh, but what are your thoughts? Are you are you on board with them doing a Captain Carter live action series? I mean, you know, has it been long enough that we didn't have Haley Atwell in in a recurrent series since Agent Carter went the way of the dinosaur about what six years ago? Um, what are your thoughts on this thing, Ray? Are you down for a Captain Carter series? Can I guess? Because you're a huge Peggy Carter fan, aren't you? I I enjoy me some Peggy. I didn't watch the TV show. And I think that's why people look at the character so negatively. But anytime she's on some form of a of a of a movie or she she does a cameo, she's the most talked about thing. So that's the reason why they keep bringing her back because the interest is so high. Um, but this is the same logic of people saying that Feige changed the ending of Infinity War because Sam Jackson's got to be Nick Fury in Secret in, in Secret Invasion. Like it, 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 it not, not just makes sense. And hold that thought, you know, lot, hold that secret invasion thought. Yes, and logic isn't always so logical, but this is this is Marvel's fault fault ultimately because they 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 perfected the formula for fifteen years, and then they said, "Nah, screw that. We're changing the formula." People aren't prepared for it. That's the reason why people didn't like Eternals. That's the reason people were iffy on Shang Chi. That's why people were so weird on these new movies. Except for the big ones that are in scale that we're used to, the Spider-Man and the Doctor Stranges, because it's so different from what they were were given that it's hard for them to rewrap their mind around the fact that something is changing. So now we're venturing in the multiverse, we're venturing into variants, and we're venturing into multiple versions of the same person. 
And it is like, for example, in Doctor Strange and Multiverse, that wasn't the 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 Fox um, Professor X. That was the cartoon Professor X in in real in real form, which is something we just have to get used to. And maybe they could do a better job of explaining it. But um, Captain Carter's dope. And what I, the, the part I loved about the Illuminati fight the most, besides the fact that Wanda blew up Black Bolt, which was the most wild shit I've ever seen, is that of all of the Illuminati, the only one that had no powers was the one that died last. Just like Steve, Steve was always the one. Um, so yeah, I'm here for Captain Carter. I my an incursion is coming, and it's probably going to be Secret Wars, whether it's the Doom version or the Beyonder version. We'll we'll figure that out. But so we're going to get multiple different people on one Earth, whether it's Battle World or the incursion, and whatever. Infinity, the Infinity storyline. Yes. Not infinity, not infinity stones, infinity. And Marvel likes infinity shit. It's I, going I, to happen. Clearly, yes. So why not have Peggy Carter? And for those of you who think that they're just throwing Mackie under the bus, I would like to remind you that the most tenured person in Marvel at this point, other than Chris Hemsworth, is Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. And I think and you're you, you know, the point you make, Ray, is that if we are going down the Secret Wars incursion route, don't you almost have to set up separate universes and get people emotionally invested in those separate universes so that you get that sense of loss? One of these universe. I mean, if you do that, let's say you set up six, one, six and eight, whoever, whatever number it is, the stakes get raised significantly. If you've got an incursion level moment coming that threatens to wipe out two universes that you care about, right? You know, well, is that where we're headed? Is six one six versus what is it? Eight three eight. I don't know about versus, but it may not be the ultimate that's more universe. Interesting, isn't it's it? Gotta be an- it's got to be another universe that's going to happen, and odds are it's going to be whatever universe they decide to put mutants and inhumans on. Yeah, yeah, it, it won't be six one six because that's prime. But I, I do. Because Ray, I think I think you're on to something that if they are going to go down and they talked about incursions in Doctor Strange, that was Listen, clear. In the words of in the words of Ludacris, seven oh eight or four oh four, I'm worldwide bitch, act like y'all don't know. Or in the words of and Chi- that's our show, y'all. Good night. Or in the words of Chicago, twenty five or six to four. However you want to slice it up, you know. You can't get no different than Chris Bridges and the band Chicago. That's right. Can not get much different. Nope, that's true. This is what this oh, is why this is why Ray no. Ray's Ray's brief uh brief uh contribution to the show today just kind of pointed out a paradox. We just created a time paradox, Ray. Hey, look, bit of a bit of a flashpoint, if you will. Look, we talking Marvel, bro. Okay. Hey, is, is Ezra Miller still in Hawaii? I'm just I'm just wondering, man. Has he? You heard. Thinks about Ezra Miller when they think about the Flash, okay? You, we Sorry. all think about the wonderful, talented Grant Gusa. I'm a I'm a, I'm a movie guy, bro. I think of Ezra. Sorry, I didn't. I don't even remember that homie's name. Half Too the time. bad. I'm sorry. What's, what's the latest but, Ezra Miller news, Ray? I don't know Ezra. I don't know any Ezra Miller news, but there they are. There's rumors that they want to replace him with Dylan O'Brien. That's stupid. They look close enough that you don't really have to do too many reshoots. There's re- <laughs> yeah. Laziness. Once again, 
DC comes through with a little bit of laziness. No, I'm just saying. There's rumors that they're going to remove uh, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride. His uh, his character. They hadn't already done that. They hadn't, I thought they had already done that. No, they 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 removed him from the series, but. Uh, I thought they were just going to crap in every third seat well, no, on they, the ride. Uh, honestly, that they, <laughs> they, that's what I, they had, they had hey, shut hey, down. That's heard. That's what I heard. They had shut down the Disneyland version of the ride since. You're welcome. It was, Ray. Um, it's, it's Ray that's what you, that's what you heard in March. Speaking yeah. of that. Yeah. Speaking of that, that. Khaleesi, we need you. We yeah. need you, Khaleesi. That's right. Amelia, you need to step in and be Mira. Gosh. Can can I can I can I I, I so I hate to say this but I have to go and and for the record I'm in, way inside baseball you can cut this out if you want to Dave no, this is why I've been recording the shows because <laughs> I'm look I'm in now again inside of baseball this is the third time I've sat down to try to record this and I keep having to get up you are in demand um, Ray we know it uh not the demand that you think nor you would want um can I say how much I love Krasinski as Reed Richards yes. can I say that. We all and can do. I say, and can I say how hyped I am to see the maker, Krasinski as maker, mm-hmm. because y'all so y'all think Doom is evil. Wait till you see Evil Reed Richards. Yeah. Now, he don't have the same powers that Doom got. Wait till you see Evil Reed Richards. Like y'all are gonna like. So do you just, do you think Krasinski is going to be? I mean, I I think it's a lock yes. that he's cast as Reed Richards yes. that in Fantastic. They wouldn't have brought him in just to kill him off. That's just you know. I, I get that there's the theory that they were trolling him, but no, come on, that's Tony. So no, that. there is there is an argument that it could have just been the fan service Easter egg, right? But that's why they brought Anson Mount back as Black Ball because well, we he was the guy get... from the from the Inhumans TV show. No one liked that show. Also, what's <laughs> his name was also supposed to be in there. Um, they actually, what's the one they cut? What's the scene they cut? Oh shit! That's right. That was a scene that they cut. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Who was that? Um, uh, they cut a scene. It was an X Men, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the X Men villains. Uh, Magneto, Fastbender. Yes, yes, Fastbender. Magneto. Which wouldn't have made any sense because you got Patrick Stewart. Well, maybe it's supposed to go along with it or something. I mean, Days of Future Past just basically said anything you know about the X Men timeline. Yeah, fuck you, because we're just going to merge them all together. And that is exactly how the storyline was in the comics. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That so is, it's that pretty is true. accurate. I, yeah, it's I think I think accurate. if Krasinski doesn't come back, people would be just very disappointed. And, and they hedged their bet by only showing one of them. So we'll see. What? What? But, but what if it's not point? Krasinski? That was a tease, and it's actually Rain Wilson. Well, no, that would be the shock of all shocks. Um, he, but Rain Wilson is a superhero. As long as it's not Miles Teller, we're in good shape. Well, that's facts. Um, but there's an argument to be said that that was fan service. But when they talk It'll about be. incursions, when they talk about incursions and, and they kept pointing out variants and, and things of that nature and strange saw multiple versions himself on different worlds. That's how that let me know that. Oh no, he's, he's got the job. I just would rather it be, um, his wife, Jennifer Lawrence, not cause I don't like Jennifer Lawrence, but she's had her Marvel time. Let, let, and, and I think the chemistry between Re- the, the reason why the first Fantastic Four movies didn't work, of many reasons, is because the chemistry between Reed and Sue wasn't there. If you've seen A Quiet Place, you know that they have great chemistry on screen as well as off screen. So um, that's what I'm hoping for personally. Um, I just wanted to point that out because I know I haven't got a chance to talk about that. Unfortunately, I do have to go. Um, 
I'm sorry. I love you. We won't, we won't even boo you. We're not even going to boo you on the way out, Ray. So just we'll talk to you soon, brother. You go, you go yes. be all you got to be. Something like that. Damn fool, I'm not joining the army, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ray does more than more than most people before 5 a.m. That's yeah, the title of this episode, Ray joins the army. So <laughs> look, I'm just dreaming at 5 a.m. So what you talking about? Um, no, y'all be good, man. Um, All right, buddy. Shout out to my boy Tony shooting a 70 on his birthday. 73. Well, I tried to give you some love. It went over, but strokes here and there. It's golf, you gotta be honest. Fuck that gentleman's game shit. But yes, shout out to my boy Tony shooting a 73 on his birthday. Shout out to my boy Dave. I don't know what you got going on recently, but uh, no, shout out to the fact that Dave goes to Disneyland every other weekend. Uh, like no. the luxury. Uh, the luxury, yeah. It's it's a luxury, all right. Not up my bank account differs with you, Ray. But uh <laughs> anyway. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I know you got stuff hang going all over the place, but we appreciate any amount of ray cash that we can get the 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 irony and the truth you just said being literal shit all over the place (laughs) all right brother be good plug your nose yeah now now we got now we got the dogs are upset i think i think this is as good a time as any to take our second commercial break tony and uh if i can shut these fools up because you know it's just been that kind of day here it just people coming in and out it's the only thing constant is PC Tunny and me. So there you go. We're making it happen. Dude. We're, 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 making we're it trying happen. to, but let's take our second commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk about a few more news items. Uh, one of them that we definitely have to talk about. And then uh, that'll be it for this episode. But you are listening to Bandwagon Nerds right here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash thechairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, Dave, you don't know this, but I'm taking over the last segment here. We're going to get rid of two of the things from News Around the Nerdosphere, and we're going to finish with that one important thing that we need to. But I need to tell you something, and it was something I was going to tell uh, Ray as well if he had stuck around, and I'll and I'll let Patrick know eventually when I put it out. But guess who is a brand-new subscription to, uh, to uh, Comixology? You? I do, oh. and I actually started reading a couple things, so... You know, it's a good place for me to go ahead and grab some stuff. I know you're disappointed with the whole system and what's going on there, but if you can throw some stuff my way that it's on there for free that I could, that you think I'd enjoy. I started with something from Flash and something from Batman, um, uh, a newer, uh, uh, what here I got to pull up here. I'm, I'm not much into either of them, but it, cause they're just kind of going this weekend, but, uh, in Batman side, I grabbed uh, Zero Year, Secret City, just because they have the the next one as well in that series. And then for Flash, I picked up uh, Lightning Strikes Twice, which should be an interesting little series there. So starting out with a couple characters I know, grabbed a couple other things. Um, not everything is free on there, but there's a lot of stuff there. No, um, did you get like the Kindle Unlimited or Comixology Unlimited thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, that, yep. it's okay. I, I think my my complaint with Comixology, I think I, I don't know if I, I said this off air or maybe it was to my wife. So my big bitch now is that you can't, I can't buy anything on Comixology because I'm using an Apple device. So you can't buy anything off the Amazon app that's linked into Comixology because Amazon and Apple are in a pissing contest with each other. Gotcha. And that's that's where... So now I've had to go and, and go through like Marvel Unlimited and DC Unlimited because... Yeah, you can work around and go through like Safari, but that's like what a pain in the ass. Well, that's the thing. I'm doing it on my laptop, so I'm using Microsoft Edge. So I'm not doing it on my phone or my iPad. So that's where it's working for me because that's where I was using my Amazon mainly anyway. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm on a 30-day trial, so I don't have to pay for this. I can I can stop it at any time, and it's a good chance for me to go in and run through I, some things that I like. I think... um, there's not everything there that I want, but you know, uh, if you think there's a better way for me, because this is kind of what I need to do is kind of go back and get, get into some of these stories I mean, that I, I don't know. If you're looking at Batman and Flash, like Court of Owls, I think like Aesop and I talked about that last week right after you checked out. Uh, but that story, the Batman, the Court of Owls, which is the new 52, the first like 30 issues, I think you would really dig that story. Well, for Batman 2, I'd also like to go back and uh, the long Halloween. Yes, there you go. Uh, Final Crisis, I've never read either on either See, on that side. It's hard to do like the crisis. You've almost got to start at Crisis on Infinite Earths. But I already know that story. I've already you know known, the Arrowverse version of it. You don't know the actual version of it. it they are not. Right. They are not one in the same. It is not. Then, I got, then, then yeah. maybe they'll go back and start there. I do. I'm kind of enjoying what I got into, so it's a little bit newer. The stuff fact that I, Barry but, Allen survives Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW should tell you all you need to know that that is not the same story. <laughs> Oliver doesn't true. sacrifice himself in in the comics, but right. yeah, I'd, I'd, I mean, if you're looking to start with a crisis, I mean, I can even send you a website that goes and it does all the crisis stuff chronologically chronologically start with crisis on infinite earths because it really does reset a lot of stuff um flashpoint is really good as well but you probably need to wait a little while to do that but you know i tend to agree with you that you know I, on the rundown patrick had return of the league of extraordinary gentlemen which is all which would be great if asop was here to talk about that because i know that's something he's really into me eh, kind of not so much. i mean i i like it but I'm, I'm not familiar enough with it yeah, DC cancels a movie nobody wanted. They're canceling the Wonder Twins Wonder movie. Twins. Nobody gave yeah. a shit. You know, I mean, <laughs> unless Gleek was going to be in it, I just didn't give two shits. They, they, the Wonder Twins were never like, I don't even know if they're comic characters. They were just created for Super Friends. And so there's no like, I was never emotionally invested in them. So I, yeah, it's like, of all the movies, of all the characters, of all the things that DC could do, the Wonder Twins, you guys thought that was going to work. So yeah, I'm glad to see that go by the wayside. But yeah, let's talk about the big story that uh, that broke this week that absolutely deserves warranting some con- consideration and conversation. Got news from Kevin Feige himself about Secret Invasion. And this is a, a very beloved storyline that a lot of us have been anticipating ever since they announced it at that big when D- Disney dropped all that information on us a couple years ago. What we didn't get, what we weren't expecting is kevin feige to reveal to us the timeline and when secret invasion takes place because right now we're all focused on you know phase four okay phase four is going on we're setting up all these characters we're doing all this sort of thing you know black widow i understand it came out technically in phase four but it really is a phase three story what we discovered through kevin feige is that secret invasion timeline wise takes place in that five-year period 
after the snap takes place. So you're in that blip period. And it raises a lot of interesting questions as to what kind of story that they're going to tell. If, if we're in that five-year window, then, you know, and, and yeah, the, the big thing, I think, like Ray had mentioned it, we know Samuel L. Jackson will be a big part of Secret Invasion. But at the same time, we saw him and Maria Hill turn to dust at the end of Infinity War. So if they turn to dust, then how is he in Secret Invasion? Unless the two that turned to dust were scrolls. And meaning sure. the scrolls were already here, which is kind of sp- which makes sense because when you really think about it, the scrolls were so involved in Captain Marvel. Why wouldn't they have a pager that could reach her at the end of that? And maybe they knew, oh shit, something's really gone wrong here. We need to get her, as opposed to why does it have to be Nick Fury who was doing that? So I guess two part question. I mean, your thoughts of them kind of going backwards in the timeline. And I thought we're done with phase three. Nope. We're going back to phase three. Your thoughts about that. And, and and this, all this wild speculation about which Nick Fury got dusted. Does it really matter? Right. But don't we want this to be the multiversal glue that brings the entire story together? Like maybe like this is not just happening. Like what we're getting talked to about is happening in those five years. Right. But it also started before that. And now you can see why what happened happened because it'll cause an effect. That's what's going on now. So you get everything linked to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what this is going to be used for as just kind of a way to connect everything and make everything make a little more sense. Like, Oh boy, maybe it, maybe they were scroll, you know, there, or or maybe it was some other thing that happened that way too, or maybe you know, a whole bunch of different things you could get a different perspective on on some really key points if they kind of incorporated the entire timeline that they've been using. From you could go all the way back to phase one if you needed to. Well, no, and here's the thing: let's say that the scrolls have been here and they've infiltrated and they've replaced a lot of people. What's to say? that you couldn't do something like bring back Natasha Romanoff because the Natasha who died on Vormir was a scroll. Bring back whatever you want. I mean, you, you could, you could ret, you know, and I know it depends, you know, what if, what if, what if Tony Stark, who sacrificed himself was a scroll? It, it opens up the pot. Now, I, you know, I don't want, I'm not, listen, I'm not advocating that that's what they're doing. Okay. I'm no, just, no, no, no. But you're just saying like that. This is, these are the, it's like the opposite of painting yourself into a corner. Right. You've, you have you've a given billion your, options. You've given yourself an exit strategy right now if you really want to that you can create. And really, you know, you're hedging your bet a little bit by saying, hey, we can tell this story where these guys are so convincing. And we saw that in several places where they're driving around and, and they and, and think it's Nick Fury and Maria Hill and they kind of like morph into the scroll versions of themselves. So who knows? I think that's the point of Secret Invasion is is like. Hey, we're setting up this sort of thing where you're not really sure who's real, who's not. Are these the real versions? Are they not? And I think that from a storytelling standpoint, like you said, Tony, instead of painting yourself in a corner, now you've created all these sort of options and who knows who was who and what was what. So I'm, I think it's, it's, it's actually a genius stroke on Marvel's part to come in and say, hey, we're going to do all this stuff and kind of keep, you know, keep our options open and who really knows, you know? So I think that I like the idea. I know it kind of cuts in the opposite of what you're thinking as far as, you know, 
you know, what are we, what are we doing with this sort of thing? And, 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 and are, why are we going backwards? But like you said, there may be a very valid reason why they are trying to go backwards and kind of fill in the gaps, fill in the blanks a little bit on this thing. So I, I'm excited about it, man. Feel these nipples. <laughs> Tony's excited. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this stuff. And, uh, oh, that's right. Patrick was saying, okay, so Pat's, He's he's actually texting me a little bit. We'll talk about this to, to close this episode off. But yeah, Secret Invasion, it can't get here soon enough for me because I'm really... I think that's the biggest part of that series, Tony, is going to be once they get into the whole notion that, hey, who you thought was was real, who you thought was live was really Memorex. I'm dating myself big time with that sort of analogy. But, <laughs> you know, you thought they were this. They were really this, which raises the question. Well, if they, if you know, like, I mean, yeah, Black Widow's the one that stands out to me. What if that was a scroll who died on Vormir and the real Natasha Romanoff has been up on this spacecraft for a while? Maybe ScarJo and them work out all these issues. And the next thing you know, oh my God, there she is. Who knows? Oh, me, ScarJo, and She Hulk. I'm in. <laughs> Tony won't even run from that trifecta. Uh, we I, talking about Patrick a little bit. We did kind of like Aesop and I kind of uh, talked him into giving his top 10 story arcs of all time. And he's been divulging that through the week. He was going to talk about his top two here today, uh, but he, you know, obviously he's not here, but I know his, uh, his number two was his favorite. I, I'm surprised it's not his number one, but it was a uh, Spider-Man Craven's last hunt, which is, I mm-hmm. think Aesop and I mentioned that last week. I thought that'd be his number one. I, I know of the story. I think the one the one story from Spider Man that I really want to lead read is Back in Black. Which one's that one? Uh, it's right. It's right after. Basically, it's the period right after when he when he goes away when the whole thing with Doctor Strange doesn't work out and then he comes back in the black suit because he doesn't want to be, you know, known again. What's oh. it? Right after everybody figures out who he is. Okay. I want to see them bring him back as Night Monkey. That's that's my that's my character from from Far From Home. We need a we need a Night Monkey story arc for Spider Man. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> but Pat's number one story of all time was um, Avengers Disassembled, which is kind of like the precursor to House of M. This is, I think, where Wanda basically. I'm trying to remember this. This is. I know it's it's. It marked the end of the Avengers, the storyline of the Avengers where um, things came to an end. I forget. Like, I mean, it, it's it's a pretty major event. Lots of uh, Avengers don't survive this thing. I think this is the one where Wanda says at the end, no more mutants and all the mutants go away. And then how it leads in the House of M from that point. But um, it's it's very Wanda heavy. But that whole story arc disassembled in the House of M and, and Wanda basically creating reality around herself showing just how powerful she was. But sure. uh, yeah, dis- and I don't know if that's what he means by, is he talking disassembled into house of M or just disassembled by itself? Because I- I've always looked at those two stories as kind of like, okay, one like infinity war and Endgame. one ends and it continues into the other one and that sort of thing. But it's a very powerful story because it did kind of end the Avengers until they brought them back with new Avengers, like a few years later and kind of reset everything, reset the board. And that's kind of where Spider-Man becomes an Avenger. And I know it's, it's, it's all there in comicsology, Tony, go I, read I, for I, a while. I, I still don't know how my, uh, superhero, uh, you know, team that I, we drafted didn't take first. I mean, I had, I had Wanda, I had vision, 
I had Wonder Woman. I had The Flash and Invincible. Come on, no. It's some biased voting. I'll, I blame Christopher Platt for that. That's that's what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, screw you, Platt, son of a biscuit. Yeah, the guy has a kid, and now he's just like no time for anything. Go figure. You'd think yeah. he would have planned ahead, right? He's in need of a PPTP from what I hear. <laughs> that's why he's not answering the signal. But Ray answered, at least for a little while. So, so yeah, that's Pat's number two and one was uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Very intense story. And Avengers Disassembled. Another very intense story. I did like seeing that Pat had the death of Superman at number three. I mean, that's as iconic as they get. But but folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Bandwagon Nerds. Kind of a short one. We're just at an hour. As you may have guessed from Tony and I talking, it's it's been a little bit of an interesting interesting day for us here today on the Bandwagon Nerds. But we powered through, got you guys an episode, got you the news. Next weekend will be a lot more newsworthy because a lot of shit is going to drop all. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like a lot of stuff is happening this week. I mean, do we uh, likely know Patrick next week? Do do we want to cover the first two episodes of Obi-Wan? I think. Yeah, definitely. I think we want to talk Obi-Wan. I know. Let's do it. You haven't you haven't watched Stranger Things. I know you're not going to all of a sudden. So that'll be something I know my wife and I will probably be binging the shit out of that thing. Still going to watch the last episode for Halo. I heard that Halo broke the one law, run rule they couldn't break. I was like, dude, they broke that in episode one when he took his helmet off. What yeah, are you talking about? There's another like, Halo, there's another the Halo story, rule. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's another Halo rule that they broke. Shit, there's, now I got to watch it. How there's many, one rule to Halo. <laughs> yeah, how many rules did we break here in this show? So You don't talk about Halo. Yeah, it's like Fight Club, you know. It's Give me my sniper rifle and call it good, but... Yeah, next week you got, uh, I don't know who, I know you're going to be there opening night to see Maverick, right? As much as you love Top Gun, Tony? <laughs> no no response. Tony's just like, you got to be Dave, shaking. Dave. It's all Top Gun, just like it's all Star I'll be watching Wars. WrestleMania 4. Yeah, we got to gotta get back on that. That's right. But uh, yeah, so we will definitely be talking Obi-Wan Kenobi next weekend for sure for this two, first two episodes because, hey. We got an off week before the boys start. So, yeah, that's that's definitely going to be on the docket. We'll see who we can wrangle up. I'm sure Aesop will be back next week. The Aesop, the uh, Aesop, the bandwagon will be a little bit more normalized next week. So anyway, but before we let everybody out of here, Tony, tell people where can they check you out on the Chair Shot Radio Network and all the various things that you've got going on, my friend. Yeah, follow me at PC Tunny right there on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you're checking out everything ChairShot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms, and right there on thechairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. And head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Get yourself a t-shirt. You're going to be the talk of the town. It's summertime. You need some cool tees. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. ChairShot Radio Network. And a uh, big announcement coming up this next week. A uh, brand new show coming to the chair shot. You'll just have to stay tuned. Ooh, all right. You can, you can bet on it. Sounds like we're going to have some gambling going on on the, on the chairshot.com, but <clears throat> we'll see what that's all about. I'm sure Mr. Tunney will give us the information. As far as me, you can check me out on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the show at bandwagon nerds on the twitter at bandwagon nerds thank you guys for tuning in yeah next week will be a much bigger week you know where we're not making up stuff as we go along (laughs) creating news as we go along we got stuff to talk about next week so that'll be a a very good show but 
I want to thank you again. You've been listening to another edition. I was going to have you. I was going to turn it over for, to you. Go ahead, Johnny. And do it. you've listening to another edition of the podcast known as Bandwagon Nerds. Nerds. Uh, nerd. I thank you for hearing my words. I want to tell you something about words that I, uh, I think is important. I love, as I say, they're my uh, work, they're my play, they're my passion. Words are all we have, really. Uh, we have thoughts, but thoughts are fluid, you know. And then we assign a word to a thought. And we're stuck with that word for that thought. So be careful with words. I like to think, yeah, the same words, you know, that hurt can heal. It's a, it's a matter of how you pick them. There are some people that aren't into all the words. There are some people that would have you not use certain words. Yeah, there are 400,000 words in the English language, and there are seven of them you can't say on television. What a ratio that is. 399,993 to seven. <laughs> they must really be bad. They'd have to be outrageous to be separated from a group that large. All of you over here, you seven. Bad words. That's what they told us they were, remember? That's a bad word. No bad words. Bad thoughts. Bad intentions. And words. You know the seven, don't you, that you can't say on television? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits, huh? Those are the heavy seven. Those are the ones that'll infect your soul, curve your spine, and keep the country from winning the war. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Wow. And tits doesn't even belong on the list, you know? Yeah. It's such a friendly-sounding word. Sounds like a nickname, right? Hey, Tits, come in, man. Hey, Tits. Hey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.